0: You're listening to Party Nerds Weekly. Party nerds in the house, Woo! Woo! guys! Tonight is a special podcast. We you have uh, rock stars of the cosplay industry here with us, and of course, we're going to talk a little cosplay. Me representing what other character? What other character can a bald black guy with a or portray? But Luke Cage. Um, so let me introduce you to our guests. Um, uh, first of all, we got Jorge at the controls, as always, but the Death Star. Up. What's up, Jorge? We have our uh, OG, Nikki G. What's up, Nikki? Hello. <laughs> Nikki, first of all, uh, is that Danny DeVito on your uh, chair oh, back there? Wait. <laughs> oh, whoa. whoa. What's life size? Are you caressing and fondling Danny DeVito?
1: He's gonna sit right here.
0: <laughs> Yo, oh my god, how long's your obsession with Danny been? All my life. Since I saw Twins.
1: I love
0: that movie. Stop whining. That's that's going back old school. And then we also have two special guests. First of all, let me introduce the girl with the Millennium Falcon background, the awesome, beautiful, talented cosplayer. Samantha's Cosplay, guys. Give it up for Samantha. Um, How you been, Samantha? I'm good. I'm
2: really good.
0: During the quarantine, it's not driving you crazy? You keeping yourself sane?
2: I mean, I'm working on stuff. That's the only thing that actually keeps me sane during this. <laughs> Can
0: you imagine that? Like, so many people have just been trapped in their house, but creators, cosplay designers, it's like they got projects. They finally had the time to make these projects. And we also have a special guest, Whose cosplay Instagram name is James C. Am I saying that right? Just JMC. JMC. All right. I always (laughs) say it in different ways. Guys, give it up for Jessica. James (laughs) C. (laughs) What's up, Jess? How are you today? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. How are you? How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I see you got, you're all about Grogu. You got the whole Grogu theme going on right now. My
3: child. Look at
1: him. <laughs> Look at him. Wait, have have we accepted the fact that his name is Grogu? Like, are we actually saying that now? I mean, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: guys like the name or no?
2: No. I don't. And I know Nikki I... doesn't.
0: <laughs> and then we also have the the weird guy with the uh venom pool mask on. Guys, give it up for Bravo. Yes. Gang! <laughs> All right, guys, listen, so let's get right into it. So let's talk about the cosplay community and all that, because I I know you guys, you guys have all come into the uh, cosplay industry at different times. And uh, Jessica, let me put this question out to you, because I remember seeing you years ago, even before I embraced my nerd side. I remember (laughs) seeing you as like Sub-Zero and your your posts were circulating before a lot of these cosplayers. How long have you been doing this for?
3: I've been doing this for ten years now. I've been doing it since two thousand ten. Um, it's it's been a while. I've seen the community evolve quite a
0: bit. So many years, and like when you first got into it, like uh, was was it as popular as it is right now, or was it a lot uh, like conventions not as crowded before?
3: Oh, they weren't as crowded at all. I remember three weeks before New York Comic Con, I was able to get tickets a four day pass, so or three day pass at the time, so
0: and um. <laughs> Samantha, how long have you been doing cosplay, cosplay for?
2: I've been doing about five years, like on the convention scene, but I would say maybe six before that because I would just do charity events and stuff like that.
0: So did the getting into cosplay stem from doing the charity yep. events?
2: Yep, and then I learned that there was a whole like nerd world of people that do this and that was it.
0: Wow, and, and bravo, Um, now, let me let me ask you because I know you you like to create a lot of your cosplay. Were you doing this for a while?
4: Uh, I've been doing it since I was 15, so that's 16 years that I've been doing uh, cosplay. But I do it much like more on a personal level, not putting too much out there. But I really do enjoy uh, staying in character and hanging out with fans and stuff like that. But not too much like professional cosplay, like some of our guests.
0: So, and so now, so you've been doing it 16 years, but you never really, like, marketed yourself. You didn't take pictures, do photo shoots, but you were going to these conventions back in the day.
4: Oh, yeah. And I've done uh, anywhere from, like, different anime characters. I was doing Deadpool. At Deadpool was actually the first cosplay that I did uh, back when I was 15, because uh, when I would go to Otakon, I saw a bunch of people doing it. And Otakon is actually more of an anime uh, convention but I saw that people got to do a lot of weird and goofy things, but it was also kind of a lot of Deadpool uh, cosplayers get to be annoying. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, make it more fun and entertaining instead of being the annoying guy in the Deadpool costume.
0: Nikki, let me ask you a question. Hello. Because <laughs> I met you, Nikki, at Philadelphia Wizard World a couple years ago. Was that like one of your first cons? That was my first con. Ever, so like, what was your? How would you describe that experience?
1: I mean, listen, I've wanted to go to conventions for so long, but my parents never really took me, and I got to the point where I was like, I can afford this myself now. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone told me that I couldn't go to one without dressing up. So I was like, okay. So I bought that Tina cos like costume on Amazon. It was perfect. <laughs> I was addicted, but unfortunately, I got into the community. A little too late and not at the best time.
0: We will get into that. So I'm going to put this question out there to anyone. What do you guys, um, what is your overall opinion of the cosplay community today? Not where it's going, what do you think about it today? (laughs)
1: okay wait let me say one thing real quick I when I first got into it there was like it was like a little magic ball and I was just so amazed by the people that I was meeting and I, I I loved every second because I was making connections with people that I never thought and then now social media obviously like I utilize social media quite a bit but I do think it ruined the magic of the
4: cosplay community i would definitely agree with that um you know as somebody again i never did it in professionally and you know there was a large reason for that being the cosplay community like i felt felt that there were some people that took fame a little wrong and you know with social media making it a lot easier to access it i feel like the loudest voices in the room kind of got pushed to the forefront of that Still plenty of great cosplayers that I've met, but uh, yeah, I've definitely met some pretty toxic people.
0: Jessica, you've been around <laughs> for a minute, like, and before it was even big, like how how have you seen the cosplay community change? I mean, not necessarily just at conventions, but like online, where, where has it come from and where is it going, do you think?
3: When I started cosplay, like, I couldn't even find a wig online. So that was, yeah and now there's like a million places you can go find wigs but when i started i remember you would always have to be on facebook and google to try to find a picture of yourself because photographers weren't really going to conventions um it it, you would go on like new york comic-con's page and and hope that somebody maybe took a picture of you so you could see what you look like in a costume um but i also remember back when i started cosplay um it, a cosplay like miss marvel or power girl were considered very obscene and very inappropriate and now we have wow. a lot of you know the bunny suits the bikinis and very cute stuff and that's not considered bad but you know power girl back in the day was oh.
0: <laughs> right there, right? I, Very I the art, bravo, did you say the artist that drew her every episode tried to make her breasts, like, bigger on purpose, like, as a prank?
4: Uh, yeah, to try to uh, see if the censors would say anything and if uh, other fans would recognize.
0: And so, Samantha, let me ask you, because Nikki was going into this area, like, you know, obviously, when you have something that gets super popular, you get opportunists, do you guys agree, that come into the industry that aren't yeah. really, they don't have a love for the craft, they don't have a love for what's nerdy, but they love the attention. You yes. know what I mean? So do you think these people are the toxic ones? Or like, how would you like look at that whole thing? What What creates toxicity in the cosplay community?
2: So I have been around a ton of different types of people over the past five years because I have been doing a lot of charity events and things outside of cons. So I've noticed, though, the most toxic ones are the ones that either want to be very, very popular or just, gain some kind of weird fame from this which is a little strange to me because like you are just a regular person that dresses up I don't really understand the whole (laughs) crazy like famous cosplay thing but I feel like those are the most toxic people the ones that just are doing this for numbers and for Instagram and all of that and that's really what is killing the community right now. And like, it's Instagram's prime time because of everything that's going on with quarantine. And I mm-hmm. feel like that that's also making a lot of cosplayers not wanna do things because a lot of them are depressed and they're going through stuff. So the ones that are oh, like wow. pushing things out really, really fast, I feel like it's just, not the best right now wait
1: (laughs) let me add on to that because I think quarantine was the worst thing that could have happened to cosplayers because it's hard we it's really hard because people that are very listen nothing against them but there's people out there generating content on a crazy basis and I don't know how they do it I mean and it puts pressure on everyone that can't do that that wants to continue to cosplay this awful pressure that I've seen affect almost every single one of my friends in the cosplay community. I completely and, agree. And I, it's just, it's wild. I took a month long break and I felt guilty for doing that because <laughs> I, w- I was just not generating content. I'm like, girl, you, you need to like keep these people entertained, but I'm not doing it for them. The love of it. Like, I wish that I went into cosplay when all I had to do was get excited about going to cons in a costume where I had months to prepare something. And I'm really mad that I didn't get into it sooner. Because right now, I want nothing to do with the actual cosplay community. I want nothing to do with the actual cosplay community.
0: This is Channels Television's Breaking News. That's that's a strong <laughs> statement. Because Nikki, like right now, like you're you guys um all of y'all pages, right? You know, are all like they they grow, you have a big following, and you're known as like a cosplay girl, but you're coming out and pretty much saying you don't you don't want to be known as cosplay I, Nikki.
1: I deleted Nikki G cosplay as my username for a fact because wow. I didn't want to be. It's because I'll let the other girls explain a little more, but it's become a popularity contest that i don't want to be part of Ingo.
0: wow agree. wow wow flippers and all wow wow I wow
2: agree. wow no i'm just saying it, it just it really dampens a lot for creators because it's just like I feel like people are just in a rush to pump more things out it's not even about quality anymore it's just they just sh- like you know, they just keep posting and posting and posting and people that are trying to create and do things and perfect their craft, they're just like, forget it. (laughs) Just.
4: Yeah. That that coupled with like the super low effort ones, like, and like, listen, if you want to do that, like once or twice, or like that's your go-to, like Darnell says like, hey, I look a lot like uh, Luke Cage, so I'm going to go with Luke Cage. when you see somebody posting like 30 things where it's like, all right, I threw on a t-shirt or okay, I painted a line on my cheek. It's, <laughs> did, did you really do it? Like, do you really need to pump it out every single time? And uh, I, I agree with Nikki's statement with the popularity contest. The only thing that I would add is seeing uh, how possessive some people get over characters. Like, mm-hmm. like they don't own the intellectual property and they're acting as though like, no, no, no. This is my character. Like, listen, (laughs) I did Viking Deadpool one year. And then two years later, I saw people doing it. And you know what I said? I was like, that's awesome. Like, I did that before. You guys look great. Like, it's to me. And like, when I did All for One, there were only two other people doing it at New York Comic-Con. And I was like, no, I got to take a picture with you guys. Like, I'm super psyched that I saw you guys. Like, you guys did great. I enjoy seeing people cosplay. And uh, for me, it was always staying in character. So I always feel a little weird when I see people that will pump out a lot of very low effort pictures. Where right. it's like I said, like the one line or anything and like 30 different costumes that way. And it's – I did a picture. And it's uh, – well, I mean, to each their own. I enjoy playing the character.
5: I got a, question. I got a question for you guys, uh, cosplayers. Uh, so when you guys are on the cosplay circuit and the cons, do people like those – toxic people uh, come up to you guys and start quizzing you about your character, just trying to stump you and all that?
3: That happened to me one of uh, a Comic-Con like a really long time ago where somebody was trying to quiz me on if I knew who the character was or not. And I did know who the character was and I did make them look a little dumb. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you you know, honestly, like if somebody wants to cosplay someone because they like the look of it, it, it's cosplay. you can do whatever you want um but what you guys were saying also about like the possessiveness of the characters i it's it's free game it's free game so i i don't i don't get it and that's something that i've seen also evolve throughout the years because back in the day nobody really gave a crap everybody was really excited but now all of a sudden everybody's just like that's my character nobody else can cosplay that character
0: and the way and that uh, comes from now now they're being sorry to interrupt like they're no, being no. uh cosplay celebrities now obviously one of the first ones everyone says like someone like jessica Negri, who was one of the first one you, you could say jessica you could say uh like riddle i mean and riddle she's one of the sweetest like she's a good person you know I, i'm i'm not gonna tell and we shouldn't say here people even though we have a lot of people we want to say who is actually not the best of people, but let me ask you guys, who in the cosplay community have you met that is absolutely a sweetheart or a good person?
3: For me, it was Jessica Negri. She was the first cosplayer that I ever met and she was so, so sweet and she was so welcoming to her fans. And even if she was busy and she was trying to get somewhere, she would still make the time and she would still be ver- very kind to you and be like, guys, like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I'll be back. But I've seen other cosplayers who are
0: also very successful. So, um, so, so, give, so give, a, give us a story without the name of the cosplayer, Jess.
3: So um, a, f- a couple friends of mine were getting interviewed by this cosplayer. And they bought their costume on Amazon or eBay. It, it was like a very last minute thing that they were just doing as a group with somebody else. And the person interviewing them was like...
0: <laughs> wow. Jorge, you guys zoom in on that look. Yes, give us that look one more time. That's a stank face. That is a stank face. Flawless okay. victory. It, again, cosplay is about fun. It's not about
3: how good or how bad you are at it. I mean, if you're having a good time, then you're doing it right. And this person was just not having it, they were not very nice. And that, that wasn't my first with... unpleasant
0: interaction with that person. Now, was that like a disappointment? Have you guys like as cosplay fans met someone like Samantha? Like, and you you had such high high expectations, and you're like, uh, like when you get this disappointment that someone's not who in your brain you thought they would be, does that turn you off toward the whole community, or can you compartmentalize it in your head and be like, you know what? That's just this person.
2: I mean, I feel like it definitely like it puts me in a in a in a position where I really I'm like, why do why do I even do this if this is what is out here? But at the same time, it also just makes me kind of put them in a box as well. Like, just don't don't engage. Like that's it. That and then move on. I mean, they're they're just a person that's dressing up as a character. It, they're literally nothing else. And a lot of people, I feel like just like you dress up to be someone else, that's what they do in the community on a daily basis. They're not the person that they are on Instagram. And sometimes we have to learn that the hard way, but just walk away from it. That's the best thing that I could say. Wait,
1: let me, I'm gonna quickly, for all everyone that's listening to this, here's a red flag of how you can tell someone it might be toxic in this community. Listen, I love a lot of people in this community. It's just, I've been burned a couple times. And um, I know it's because I have these numbers and sometimes I wish I didn't, but I need the revenue right now. (laughs) But I will say a big red flag is if you notice someone, this is something I've noticed, constantly changing their allegiances. Mm. People clout chasing people sharing people that only have certain amounts of followers in hopes that they'll be noticed and they'll take them under their wing and ride their coattails a bit. Pay attention because those are the types of people that use you as a stepping stone. They oh, don't wow. necessarily want to become your friend, but they notice, oh wow, this person's um, this person's engagement is high right now. Let me take advantage. There's a lot of people doing that right now in the community. And it's for the, tr- the true people that are in this world to be nerds and make friends like I have with these two lovely ladies. Um, <laughs> it really hurts us. I'm sure they can agree because I'm sure you've noticed that as well where people do this.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And and, it's weird because in the cosplay community, you do get clicks, you know, and uh, just like in high school, just like in any workplace, you get clicks of people and sometimes one bad apple can spoil the bunch, you know, type of thing. Is that pretty much what you're saying? Not
1: really. Like, I'm not talking about a certain person. In a group, I'm just saying... They take it. They it doesn't have to be in one group. There could be multiple groups that they're using as stepping stones. But like I, it's not necessarily. It's just someone that's out there that's you uh, opportunists. Somebody that treats it more
4: like a business than like fun.
1: Yeah, and like it's
4: in it's a ruthless way too. It's
1: difficult. Mm-hmm. You want to support all your friends as much as you can. And right. I, and sometimes people, I, I may be guilty of sharing someone and not sharing someone else, but it's really hard to share people and your stories all the time when you have a full-time job and like just so right. much going on. But there are people that have made it a science where they're like, okay, this person is high engaged. I'm gonna share them today in hopes mm-hmm. that they'll share me, but they burn their friends constantly. Like, right. I don't know, I am I take it personally every time. I don't know about <laughs> you. Sam and Jess, tell me, what do you think?
2: I- Oh. <laughs> I honestly have like a, a a very. There's another part of the toxicity that we could get into as well. And Nikki, I think you you could relate to this because you have a Patreon account. So there are people that pay into certain things, and you'll say like, okay, if you pay twenty dollars a month, I will talk to you on Google Hangouts. Let's just say. <laughs> so there there, I did know a cosplayer. Like I said, we are not name dropping, but I did know a cosplayer that started a friendship with one of the people that were paying into her or him. Uh, and... um
0: I was like, it's a girl. Oh, Wait. no,
2: Sam.
4: <laughs> we've, we've narrowed it down to 50% of the population. Oh. So,
3: <laughs>
2: Sam, are you calling it, me out? Like, I'm confused. I'm not. I'm not, I promise. <laughs> I don't have a um, Patreon. <laughs> but... The person ended up having like a relationship with the person paying into them, a friendship, actually, they would talk on the phone, that led to, okay, I can't pay my rent this month, and that person paying into the rent and everything else, so Ultimately this one person was under the assumption that this is their friend and the other person was treating it like a business transaction. So eventually you wanna meet up with your friends and this person traveled from another state to New York Comic Con. Um, Nikki can actually vouch the story cause she knows where I'm going with this. But um, I traveled to New York Comic Con to meet her friend and the friend treated the person that was paying into her all those months like she was a complete stranger and she was stalking her. So there's a lot of, that's probably the one, the biggest experience that I could take with me that was the most toxic thing I've ever seen. How you were
3: talking about like the share for shares and thing, and things like that. I understand that this is also a business for people. I get that. But how we were saying before, how we think, Some people get into this for the wrong reasons. That's another shift that I've seen within the past few years. Mm. A lot of people aren't doing this just for fun. They're doing it for who they can be friends with. They think they're going to be this huge celebrity, Mm. but how I can count maybe 10 cosplayers on both my hands who do this professionally and are actually working with companies and can live on this so I, I i feel like people are getting into this thinking that it's something more than it's not and they're making these fake friendships when for what for what i mean you're gonna hurt other people and for what a couple thousand likes
0: right ten dollars
3: on patreon like come on seriously
0: it's, it's ridiculous and guys um and i want to i'm gonna put this out there not to totally just shift gears but Let me ask you guys, uh, what is cosplay? Because so many people, they, like, I've had people tell me, oh, you know, you just put on a yellow shirt and a chain, you know, that's not cosplay. But someone like Bravo, like, show show that one for all helmet you just made. Like, you crafted that. And people will say, well, you're a cosplayer. And someone, you know, like me isn't. Again, I don't take it any way because, you know, it's not that important to me. But how would you guys differ? Like, what is cosplay to you? Is cosplay someone that creates or what is it? Cosplay
1: is anything the you want it to be. (laughs) Exactly. Cosplay, I'm going to put a mold on my my mouth and put, I mean, on my face and a blonde wig and I'm Marilyn Monroe wearing this. I don't care. I can put on a red t-shirt and I'm Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like... Calm down, Mom. Um, <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I'm just saying, cosplay is whatever the fuck you want it to be. That's it. Go, ladies. Give me what you want. It,
3: it's true. It, it's costume play. Mm-hmm. You can make your own costume. You can design your own stuff, have somebody else make it, because that's what I do. I design my stuff, and then I hand it off to a friend. Um, if you're wearing a costume, no matter whatever... And you're, you're having a good time. That's it. People shouldn't be raining on your parade because you're having a good time.
2: I would say the same. Um, I don't make all my costumes. And there are things that I will design. I'll pass off to someone else. I'll order it from a cosplay website. It's it's just, for me, it's like if I'm passionate about a character, I'm going to do my best to bring it to life. Whether I'm making it or someone else is making it. But, I mean, whatever you want it to be.
3: If you're commissioning something, I, I think like the bigger picture that people forget is that you're paying somebody else you're mm. providing that person dinner or rent yeah. or anything so when you say you commission something that's also not a bad thing you're supporting another artist just like all these your fans and your followers are supporting you when they sign up for your patreon or your OnlyFans or whatever subscription you use
4: i can agree the, the only time that uh like i said the only part where it ever bothers me is when it's just constant social media posts where it's very, very low effort stuff. But if somebody showed up with a Jay and Silent Bob shirt and they went to Comic-Con, they're like, I'm cosplaying. I'd be like, yeah, you are great. Have fun with it. Um, To me, it's, you know, there's very different levels of it. There's people where, They're like me, they'll make the costumes and like they'll go. But then there are the people that will buy full on costumes. Then there are people that they'll buy different little pieces from Amazon and like piece them together. Everybody's got different levels that they want to put in. As long as they're having fun with it, as long as they're enjoying the character, then to me it's they're cosplaying.
0: Well, and the funny thing is, I, I think there was a time or the early cosplay day, even as uh, far back as like five years ago, where it was accepting anyone. Like the whole thing about the cosplay community, which was initially inviting is anyone's accepted. It doesn't matter your race, your size, your color, doesn't matter anything. The cosplay was a very open community. And I think in time, you know, uh, the, a crowd of people has, has come in who are like, oh, you know, like, you know, we're going to take what is cosplay and use it for you know our you know OnlyFans Patreon, which I don't hate them on it. Their their money is money, and they made it a business. But we should never o- overshadow those people that put aluminum foil on their bodies and say they're Silver Surfer. Hey, it looks ridiculous, but they they they're cosplaying. You know what I mean? That that's that's how I look. They're having
1: at- a good time. That's what yeah. matters. <laughs> I want I want to mention another very toxic part of the cosplay community very quickly. Tell us, Nikki. Okay. This, Thanks, girl. As a bigger girl coming into this world, I can say the biggest thing is you put your heart and soul into a cosplay. And no offense to these sexy skinny bitches. Oh, girl, I ain't skinny. Mm. <laughs> mm. I put my heart and soul Wait, Every into lady in this chat is a
0: little fit, <laughs> And that's a good thing. And <laughs> these...
1: And, It's because someone has a model-esque stature wearing something that wasn't put more effort into and that getting more attention because of their model-esque stature gave me some serious body dysmorphia and depression issues when I joined Mm. this community. Mm. I can't tell you how many times I just, I love a lot of the photographers I shoot with, but a lot of them made me feel like shit.
0: Mm. A lot of them. It's because, because
1: a lot of them are, aren't true photographers. Thank you. So they're, yeah. they're hobby photographers, <laughs>
3: true. which is it's, fine. But hobby photographers don't know how to pose models of different body
1: types. That's yes. True. And some, some, it's, this is a big no-no. If you're shooting someone and you see someone else walk by that you want to shoot, don't take your attention away from your subject at that moment. No, it's because terrible. It makes
3: you, don't tell me how to live my life. A powerful force has come to Pizza Hut, Marvel Comics X-Men. For $2.99, you can get a personal pan pizza X-Men cup and one of four all-new exclusive edition X-Men comic books. You won't
5: get this X-Men experience anywhere else. No doubt about it.
2: Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Well, I don't know. Wooden. Chicken? Joey's in a
4: jam what should he do Get out of there! you got it let's see if Joey's that smart
0: Come on, chicken you're a turkey
4: he's right drug dealers are dorks don't even talk to him
1: if you see someone if you're working with someone you see someone else you want to work with them Find them later, bitch. You're right now, don't me feel like shit. Yeah, I know I've got Using some- logic.
3: Stop using logic.
1: Finish
0: him. You want me to take yeah. a nipple out? Is that what's gonna get your attention? <laughs> Our views would go up. Um. So no, let me- let's And you sh- get banned. <laughs> yeah, of course, we'll just blur it out. So they have the implication of nipple. <laughs> just put a man nipple, a man nipple. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's called a nipple. So um, let me, uh, Sam, let's talk about the positives in the community because there is a lot. Sam, you've done so much with like charity events. Uh, I had the privilege of working with Sam and the New York Avengers um, for, we did a couple things together, but the most memorable one was um, Nikki and myself and Sam and the rest of the New York Avengers went up to New York City to do a surprise superhero birthday party um, for um, uh, Dylan, right? Was that his name?
2: Yes, it was for Dylan. Dylan um, had stage four, I believe it was neuroblastoma. And since he was going for treatment for a very long time, he never had an actual like birthday party. So we brought all of the Avengers to his birthday party, which was a lot of fun. And on top of that, we put together a wish list for him. And so many people brought gifts that each character, I think there was what, 18 of us, had at least two packages of gifts for him. So it was so really awesome. awesome. That's awesome. And you know
0: way, Sam, and props to you. And guys, give give it up for Sam for that. this is the side of the oh, cosplay. God. When you <laughs> go to these cons and even more than adults come to, oh, let me take your picture, which is kind of cool. But when you see a kid look at you in awe, like that takes you back to what cosplay should be. Like you're 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 fulfilling this child's fantasy. They've always seen Captain Marvel or uh, Sub-Zero or whoever you cosplay on and uh, represented on cartoons or comics. Now they're seeing you and just the look in their face is so rewarding. And for you to do like these charity events takes it to another level. So, I mean, we need so many more people like you in the industry that do that,
2: Sam. <laughs> I just I feel like there's so much good that can be done. And there's so many kids now that are so into comics and Star Wars and just pop culture in general that there's just so much to do that you could bring good and I it's just sometimes it gets misconstrued but there's so much that we could do and I, I, I love the one thing I do love about this generation is that so many more kids are into it because when I was growing up they were not into like half the stuff that I was into so I love seeing this now especially when kids come dressed as like star wars characters to a con and like they know stuff it's amazing it really is
4: i think the part about that that i like the most is that it's the parents and the kids together bonding over that doing it together Mm um because it's one thing when like a parent's like hey like yeah my kid's into this so i'm here and like still that's a great supportive thing but it's so much cooler to me like knowing like hey like this parent was really into it his child uh their child's really into it and they're both bonding and sharing over it. I, I think that's a really cool thing that's uh been increasing as time's gone on.
1: Wait, I just want to say one thing. I know Sam does her charity. I just want to say I also do charity. Um my cleavage is pumping arteries throughout the world. I am cleaning arteries, okay? I'm getting blood flow. Yo, you are Sorry.
0: wild. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness! Uh, like this, this podcast is officially insulated now because of Nikki's press. So yep. we thank you for that. All right, let me. Uh, so oh, Darnell, go,
4: don't act like we didn't notice your strategically placed bullet hole <laughs> on your chest.
0: Hey, is there an earthquake or is it my boobies? <laughs> um, <laughs>
5: I don't know how you guys do I give You guys so much credit because I'm sure cosplaying on a full day on a convention must be draining. Because, look, from experience, I'm the guy who holds a camera because I go with Darnell with these conventions. I'm the one who's taking the pictures and all that and holding his stuff. Uh, while you know, when you guys step in, automatic, all these fans start taking pictures. And it seems that you guys don't get a rest or have time to eat or relax, you know, so I don't know how Bold you, guys of you
3: to assume, assume that I uh, stay in cosplay all day. I am in mean, for like 10 minutes.
4: I do, so. it the whole day I thoroughly enjoy it I don't The eat. only time it ever bothers me If I have to stay in one place for like A couple minutes taking a picture Is if I have an awkward pose Like if I'm like crouched down Like in like lion stance And I'm standing there and I'm like Alright I've been in this for 15 minutes My quads are about to die
5: You guys have those <laughs> photographers that make you get in these weird poses With other cosplayers that you don't know And that's what I see in the main hall Of uh, Chavitz Center Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> well, anytime uh, anytime like, you'll see a theme with a bunch of people, but I always know that uh, I'm going to be in one area for a very long time if I see a group of dead pools. Of course.
1: <laughs> no moving. There's
4: no, no
5: moving. No, no, you won't even get five feet
0: away. I
1: don't think I'll ever cosplay in your Comic-Con again.
0: Channels Television's Breaking News.
2: Really, Whoa, Entra- see,
0: really. Entra- what I've learned.
2: I New will Year say. Con-
0: what
4: I've learned with New York Comic Con is you have to dress as a villain. If you don't dress as a villain, people won't move out of your way. But every time I dress <laughs> up as something creepy or scary, people move. Okay, then forget
1: <laughs> it. I lied. I lied. I'm doing a full on Ursula fat suit. Oh my god.
0: Channels Television's breaking news. You would be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> my dear, sweet child. <laughs> you, you, it's what you, I, for, I do. fortunate soul. I did. It's what yeah. I do.
5: But also, one thing I love about conventions is the after parties. One of my favorite things going is going to the all like after parties, after con parties and all that. We have so many that we had so much well, fun with.
0: It's, you know? it's funny. you You girls know more about this than I do. Like just to me being new to kind of like five years like new york comic con is a big after party con but i heard like dragon con which i never went to is like all about just like a big party how would you differentiate all the like the big cons party wise or actual convention wise uh so a little bit of both like so you know because when i went to san diego comic con that was like a press con that con was pretty much made for media press not there was cosplay but it wasn't Focused on cosplay. Like, so, so I guess to answer Hori's question, which ones focus uh, on parties a lot, do you think?
2: Yeah, Dragon Con is a huge party con. It's actually my favorite. (laughs)
1: Katsu Con, (laughs) everyone's crazy drunk the whole time. And,
4: oh, just like school.
1: I listen, I love Katsu because of how I'm in the hotel and I can just do whatever. But holy shit, people got fucking wild. Well, and also if you have a balcony room, it doesn't matter how high you are
3: you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna hear everybody <laughs> you're gonna hear every wow. single person so
0: well guys look i'm looking forward to 2021 hopefully i can see all you guys um in a con hopefully they're not all gonna get canceled but we'll have to wait and see but thank you so much for ha- uh coming on our show guys, Give you guys. Thank much you. Love. jorge at the controls guys partners we are out